Hello and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. We continue with our journey through the Pilgrim's Progress and today we are on scene three, the hill difficulty and the roaring lions. And I want to team this with some words of Jesus from John chapter 14. We will read from verse 6 to verse 14. First of all, we pray. Lord, thank you that you have called us. Thank you that by your grace, by your mercy, we have believed the truth and received new life, new life in Christ, new life by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we praise you that you call us also to walk the way of discipleship. We worship you for your words, so profound and revealing. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Today, we pray that you would inform our minds that we would be more in tune with the truth. We pray that you would flood our lives with the abundant life that only comes from you. And we ask also that you would lead us in the way of Jesus, the way of discipleship. Strengthen us for this, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So John 14 and picking up from verse 6. Jesus says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do greater things than these, even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. And I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, And I will do it. So Christian is on his way. And before long, he comes to a place where the path seems to divide into three. And it's at the foot of a steep, forbidding-looking hill. The path which comes from the wicket gate heads straight up the hill. But there are two other paths, one branching off to the right and the other branching to the left. 
At this point in his journey, Christian is travelling with two companions who are called formalist and hypocrisy. Just as an aside, I, I love Bunyan's titles. And this is popular literature. This is to be read by everyday people. And Bunyan leaves us in no doubt as to what these characters are going to be out. Formalist and hypocrisy. They don't sound like good news, do they? And indeed they are not. The straight way looks too difficult for them, and they each take one of the easier paths. Neither is seen again. Christian pauses to drink from a spring in order to refresh himself, another sure reference to the Holy Spirit, and then determinedly sets off up the hill, which is called Difficulty. To begin with, he runs, but the way is too steep and rough, and he ends up clambering on his hands and knees. Eventually, he approaches the palace beautiful. Surely he will find shelter and rest there. But there are two lions barring the way. In fact, they are chained so that they cannot quite reach the path, although they can come very close. But Christian doesn't see the chains He believes the lions are loose and is terrified. He stops, thinking that to go forward is certain death. Perhaps he should even turn back. In Bunyan's racy narrative, full of action and gripping adventure, here is another crucial moment. The porter of the palace beautiful, whose name is Watchful, sees what is happening and cries out to encourage the faltering pilgrim. Is thy strength so small? Fear not the lions, for they are chained and are placed there for trial of faith and for the discovery of those that have none. Keep in the midst of the path and no hurt shall come to thee. Christian was hesitant. Indeed, he was trembling with fear because of the ferocious-looking beasts, but now he starts to move forward. Again, here are Bunyan's words. He went on, taking good heed to the directions of the porter. He heard the lions roar, but they did him no harm. Then he clapped his hands and went on till he came and stood at the gate where the porter was. The pilgrim had made it just. He, and us as readers and hearers, breathe a sigh of relief. The tired Christian rests at the palace beautiful, which he learns has been built by the Lord of the hill, for the relief and security of the pilgrims, so they can be refreshed before continuing on their way. Through this story, Bunyan encourages all Christians to stick to God's path, the straight and narrow way that Jesus talks about in Matthew 7, verses 13 to 14. And he reminds us that often this is a difficult way, a way that is rough and steep, a path that is rugged, but it is still the right way. As we follow this route, we know God's protection. It's when we wander off the path that we leave ourselves open to attack. And also, in this part of the story, the author reminds us of the lesson that trials and temptations test and strengthen our faith 
when we come through such trials, our faith is proved to be genuine. So this dramatic story teaches us vital lessons in the life of discipleship. But for Bunyan's pilgrim, even greater trials were ahead. Let's pause and pray these lessons into our lives. Lord, we praise you that your Son, the Lord Jesus, is the way, the truth, and the life. And we ask very simply now that you would help us to walk the path of discipleship described in your word, the Bible, as a narrow way. Yes, Lord, we recognize that narrowness sometimes, perhaps especially at this moment when circumstances around us are so difficult. The way seems rough and steep and rugged. There are boulders in the path. There are other ways that seem so much easier. But Lord, we pray that you would keep us on your path as disciples, following your way, obeying your word, living as disciples of your Son. Help us to recognize that actually it's when we wander off the path that we are open to attack. Lord, we recognize that trials and temptations test and hone our faith. Lord, we pray that you would be doing that, but we pray also, Lord, not too much. Thank you that you have said in your word that we won't be tempted, we won't be tested more than we can bear. Take us out of situations that we can't face. Pour your love and your strength and goodness in so that we can face challenging times with you. And keep us safe, O Lord, we pray. We recognise that the devil is like a roaring lion going round looking for someone to devour. But in the imagery of this story, we see that in a very real sense, he is chained. Yes, the devil is significant and we shouldn't minimise the fact that he is real. And yet, whilst he's going round like a roaring lion, you are everywhere, O Lord. You are all-powerful. You are all-knowing and all-seeing. And so we want to stick to your path and rest in you. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Perhaps the Lord is speaking to someone through that scripture right now. You don't think... You've got the power to resist, but God is giving you the power. Resist the devil. Resist his temptation. Stick to the path that God has marked out for you, and you will come to your own palace beautiful in God's good time. Lord, we thank you and praise you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.